Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello everyone and welcome to another Drunken Car Review. Today, we're going to be discussing an electric car. Now, I have been a little rough on the electric car segment as I don't think they're a feasible option for what they're trying to pull off, but I do admit that there are many situations where an electric car could prove useful. For example, things like the luxury car segment and performance segment possibly, or maybe even just your two-day, everyday work car. But one car stands above the rest as being one of the best I have seen in a long time. Believe me, no, it is not Tesla's piles of shit, and it's far from it. It has a price tag to match, and is by far one of the best luxury cars I think I have seen in many a year. That is called the Lucid Air. This car is one of the most amazing cars built in a while. Even if just take the electrics, in fact, it's an electric car out of it, it still is just an amazing vehicle, built to a standard unlike I have ever seen. And the third fact is, while this is an amazing car nonetheless, it is not exactly cheap. This car comes in, breaking in on average, of about $100,000, putting it well into the luxury car segment. And while I will never consider Tesla one of these sections, the fact is, is that, well, it's not cheap. It competes with the likes of more cars like uh, Mercedes and Audi and, well, a lot of the well, bigger name brands. But it does it very well. The exterior of the car is actually, well, normal looking. It's not some weird Tesla-esque pile of shit where its design looks like some kind of futuristic robot. It has a futuristic design, but it is just clean and just elegant. The car has got a drag coefficient on the front end, one of the best ever built. 0.2. 0.2 drag coefficient. By, I mean, that's better than some aircraft have, for Christ's sake. I mean, this thing is just brilliantly designed. The thing it has a range to match. The fact is, is that, for example, you can get their Grand Touring Edition, which is a a modest 800 horsepower, and has a rather decent range of over 500 miles. That's right. This is the first electric car I have seen that's actually legitimate in the fact that it can actually drive a decent amount of mileage. Now I'm not sure what the charging situation is, but the fact is, is that when you only can drive 500 miles on a charge, you don't really need to worry about charging up all that much, and therefore don't need to really worry about where you're plugging the damn thing in. The car, performance-wise, is doesn't limit itself there. You see, while the 800 is kind of the middle of the road, they have ones that are like a little less, like 700 or 600 horsepower, which is still a boatload of power. But the highest peak one, the peak performance, 1,111 horsepower. Yes, one, 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 one. Because why the hell not? And they even have a more overpower one coming out soon that's got 1,400 bloody horsepower. That is fast as shit. Now, it ain't no Tesla plaid fast. And yes, for the same mileage, you get a plaid. But believe me, the quality is not. They are compared to this masterpiece. It's got, I think, 16 cameras, 32 different sensors on the car to provide almost a seamless, almost, oh, 
And they don't say co-pilot, they're full autonomous, but it, it's borderlining and it, with update, on the air updates, it probably can reach that rather quickly. Now the front of the car is also rather impressive. You see, not only is the frunk, as they call them now, rather big to boot, it is rather impressive in the back as well. It's got a weird paneling shape in the back, but that's for damn good reason. It has a clamshell rear trunk. This means it can open up in the entire back of that car, side fenders and all, open up to a absolutely god, just a massive trunk. Like, I swear some pickups don't even have the amount of storage space. The new Maverick doesn't even come close to the storage space I think this thing would probably have. It is rather impressive. And this is not even, this is not even getting to the bread and butter of this car. The most impressive thing to me is the interior. It isn't some, it is futuristic, granted. But it isn't some kind of hyper-modern pile of shit where they have flat touch screens and everything's made out of carbon fiber bullshit. This car is actually impressive on the interior because it is taking a mid-century modern approach to this design. Yes, everything is still a majority of touchscreens, which I can have my gripes about, but they at least had the wherewithal to put the major things like, like volume control and fan speed and all that good stuff on buttons on the center dash like a normal human being, unlike Tesla. The fact is, is that it is just really the design on the inside. And yes, it does look like a mid-century modern home. It's got the black, the major majority black and brown trim to provide contrast. It's got beautiful, luxurious looking seats to say the least. And the car actually has a normal steering wheel, imagine that shit. And while the car has, well, the price tag is matching the extreme cost of this thing, as, for example, that one I mentioned earlier with the $100,000, well, that's about $169,000. I mean, you can afford a Rolls-Royce, but then again, it's up there with the Rolls-Royce, in my opinion, because the car is actually rather roomy on the interior. They did something called shrinking or something like that, micro motor or something like that. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but basically all the components on these cars are shrunk down to not only improve size, like the motors and everything else, but efficiency as well, meaning that these ridiculous horsepower can be achieved while also giving you a boatload of interior space, not cutting into any of that size of things like electric motors and all that crap. Overall, I think it deserves a Motor Trend Car of the Year, because that's what it won. That's right, this car hasn't even been released technically yet, and before this thing has even hit the market, I'm like, Tesla got the same thing, but if you ask me, it's a bit of a bullshit move. But this is actually worth the money. It is actually worth the investment you would put into this car because not only it has ridiculous range, it has ridiculous luxury and ridiculous options on this thing that all seem to come standard with this thing. Overall, the car looks amazing. It doesn't, like I said, it's not some muscle car or something like that, but it, for 1,400 horsepower coming up, Heck, if you got the probably 150 grand to spend, why the hell not? 1,400 horsepower is impressive even to me. And well, like I said, I have been rough on the luxury segment because while I do admit there are things it doesn't work in, but believe me, this car could actually change that notion a little bit. With a 500 mile range, and if they do improve rapid charging, it might not be necessary. I mean, my family can't even make up to 500 miles in a day on a road trip. So believe me, while I am not a fan of electric vehicles, I am not afraid to admit when I am impressed by one. Because at the end of the day, I will not change the fact that, yes, I cannot change the fact that we are going to be going to electric vehicles. But if they are like this, hell, I'd be content with it. Anyways, it's gone to a bit of a news, shall we? If you are ordering a car today, we all know 
what that means. It means long wait times, possible bullshitting from the company, but no companies have spewed out more bullshit than Tesla and GM. Tesla will be getting into a minute here, but let's just focus on GM for a minute, because they have been doing cutbacks on cars. What does that mean? No, it does not mean they're cutting back production while they are doing that. No, they are protecting what you get. So let's say you go to a GM dealership and you factory order some kind of midline Chevrolet of some kind, like the Equinox or a Silverado. The problem is, while you may option out all the fancy bits on it, like heated seats and everything else like that, options that usually cost you almost $2,000, you may not be getting that, even if you get your car. Because the fact is they're cutting back on it and giving you a... Uh, a return or whatever it is for that option. So in other words, you're just pretty much saying, screw your heated seats, screw your heated steering wheel, screw your HD radio. You ain't getting that shit because we can't afford to put those chips in the car. So here's the half-finished product. We'll take like 500 bucks off and good luck on your own. It, 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 is, it is complete crap. Now other companies are doing this as well. Tesla announced some things like the lumbar would be going out of their car. A few companies are doing this, but it, I think it's bullshit. Especially considering GM, in my opinion, is probably the one doing the most of this kind of crap. It doesn't speak well to your company because it's going to piss off your buyer because you're going to go through and say, Oh, I got my heated... Oh, where the hell are the heated seats on this thing? The fact is, is that it is, it is shit. If you cannot deliver the car properly, don't deliver the damn thing at all. You return the freaking money to the people and just say, Sorry, you're going to have to wait a bit. Or we can't deliver the car. Don't deliver a half-finished pile of shit and just say, Oh, put it in later, like, for example, Porsche's doing... At least Porsche has the worth. They're not doing, they'll give you a return, but they'll also go, okay, but when we get this shit in, we will insult to the car for free. As it should be. Not like GM, where here's here's a fraction of what you paid for that option, and we're just not going to put that shit in your car. Too bad, we'll take your two grand and give you 50 bucks back. That's complete and utter shit. What else do we got to the, oh yes. As we all know, a few car brands have come onto the market. Well, the stock market, that is. One of these bands is Rivian. Rivian is a new car company that has not delivered shit for cars yet. They've delivered a handful of vehicles, got a 10,000-year contract, or a 10,000-year, 10,000-car contract with Amazon to deliver for their delivery trucks. Now, what would you say is stock coming onto that market with a company that, while it's been around a while, hasn't really shown any results yet? Would you say it's worth, oh, I don't know, $100 billion more than Ford, more than GM, more than... Even Amazon's looking like, oh, we own stocks in these people. For they, they have a bigger stock share than Ford. It is the most speculated shit I have ever seen in my life. This car company hasn't even delivered a car yet, for Christ's sake. I mean, hell, they don't even predict that this company will make any money anytime soon. It is, it is contrived BS, my friend. It's trading right now at like $150 freaking dollars if you bought into that spec. I mean, damn, you made a good buck off of that thing. But Jesus Christ, that is ridiculous bullshit. I mean, good God almighty. What the hell is wrong with car, with some of these spec traders and all this shit? It is complete and another contrived bullshit that you could actually get that kind of mileage out of that crap. So if you are buying stocks, I would highly advise you do not do that because it would lead to problems I predict in the future. Anyways, what do we got for more news today? Oh yes, speaking of bullshit, you know how Tesla has exactly avoided the whole dealer markup as they all claim because they're ah oh, mine. Well, that is complete bullshit. Guess what? The same Model Y, without any changes, in fact, probably getting less with the whole removal of options because of chips, costs you oh, $10,000 more. They've announced two markups in the last year, putting it almost $10,000 more expensive for a Tesla Model Y for nothing. 
They haven't done a model change. They haven't added features. They haven't done anything to this car to deserve a $10,000 markup. They're just doing it anyways. So now, like some dealerships, which may try to be honest, Elon Musk is just cutting right to the chase and just saying, frick all the whole honesty shit. Let's just all be a bunch of assholes and charge every person that uh, kind of bullshit. Tesla, in my opinion, is the most rip-off-ass company in the world. People will still buy them because they're Teslas, but honest to God, it is complete and utter bullshit, in my opinion. You're going to charge somebody that ridiculous, that insane of a price for a car where you're almost $10,000 more in just one freaking year and you've done nothing to your vehicle. It pisses me off because it is ridiculous. And the fact is, it's sad because people will buy into this crap just because I own a Tesla. But the fact is, for that same price, freaking buy a stock Lucid Air, the ch cheaper one. Hell, you may not get the fancy options, but at least you're not getting charged $10,000 more because you didn't buy your, your car last year. In fact, it's complete and utter contrived BS because I hate to say it, you probably could look back and go, well, damn, if I bought one of year ago, I'd be getting charged 10000 less. Or what? What, the guy buying it now? Well, I get charged 10000 more. Or do, do I get more seats? Are they, they change the exterior? Are there new paint options? No, nothing. Nothing's new. It's just bullshit. Charged by Musk. <sighs> Anyways, now that I've pissed myself off, I hope you all enjoyed my rants and ramblings for today. Lucid Air is by far one of the best cars I've seen in a while come out from any brand. Considering it's a brand new brand, I am thoroughly impressed, and I'm looking forward to this car. Anyways, I hope you all have a great day and a wonderful night. If you like this video, please like and subscribe. Thank you all, and good night.